it's our weekly catch-up with the National Party's Denise Lee. Hi, Denise. How you going? Hey, really good, Laura. How about you? Good. Uh, going through the rundown of what today is looking like got me a little out of breath, so I need, need a chance. <laughs> to... Well, it's pretty, pretty heavy and lofty topics, right? The, the budget for New Zealand, and you've got to unpack it, analyse it, talk about it. Well, You've got a big day ahead of you. We have we have definitely tried our best on it, trying to get into all the nitty gritties details. Um, yeah, no big ups to the BFM family, Laura. Genuinely, I know that you you guys are professionals. You really do a great job to to think through all the issues um, and do that on behalf of listeners. So, yeah, thank you for what you do. Oh, thanks, Denise. That's really sweet of you. Well, genuinely, I mean, you you do have to work hard, right? I know personally, just the relationship that we've built over the many mm. sessions that we've had together, um, what you have to do behind the scenes just to have a conversation like this, mm. um, you know, big ups. Oh, well, I appreciate that a lot and uh, big ups to you for joining me on these conversations even when they can be a, a little tricky. Yeah, no, look, I enjoy the opportunity. Uh, you know, I know that you it's your role to ask the hard questions and um about to be on the hook again, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that is that is the job that it entails. Should we jump in? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So, uh, National, we've, we've had the budget come out, and National has been quite critical of the debt from this budget. Can you flesh out this kind of criticism for us more? Sure. And look, I'll just say right up front, we're not the only critical ones as well. You, mm. you read out in your, your news headlines... Um, how many others, you know, from the tourism sector, um, you know, some in the social service sector who are also critical. Because what we've got here is the single biggest spending package in New Zealand history. Mm. So we've never, ever, ever seen figures the likes that we've just seen in the last, well, not even 24 hours. So a $50 billion package, you know, we'll probably never live through these kinds of numbers in our lifetime again. So it does mean that if we have to scrutinise, we have to make sure that facing the, um, the economic crisis that we are, that we, we get it right on behalf of New Zealand, that we look forward and do our best. And there's an opportunity here for innovation and creativity, for inspiration, for transformation. And it did not come. We are not the only ones that are saying that. Um, well, instead, what we've got is a poorly directed, poorly targeted and a non-coordinated spend on behalf of New Zealand's immediately worrisome future. But then we've got, you know, we've got all kinds of opportunity to grow out of what we're facing right now and come back stronger and better than ever. But we don't see a plan. Mm. Is there any spending in this budget that you would call superfluous, though? Superfluous. Um. Um, well, yeah. L- let me let me answer like this. There's all sorts of pet projects in there that you can see are a result of the coalition, right? So you can see stuff in there for the Green Party, for New Zealand First, and I would argue that, that those pet projects were going to happen anyway. That they'd already planned on that spend, and then COVID came along. They've had to honour those pet projects. Um, and then they've put in some of the biggest stuff that we can see as a response to COVID-19, like extending the wage subsidy. Um, and, you know, that, that, that's an important tool. We support that expansion, but it can't fully replace 
the big plan that we need to get our economy humming again, to get jobs going, to look at even, and yes, it's okay to talk about this right now, Mm. to talk about a plan to repay debt. Because every single dollar that was announced yesterday, we're going to have to pay it back, Laura. Mm. On the subject of debt, though, Rod Oram, who I spoke with this morning, um, and I asked about his kind of thoughts on Nationals' criticism of debt. Um, He believes that the debt should have gone further, that we should have um, spent more, uh, had more funds available, and that National is either being ignorant or kicking up a fuss to play a political game. I thought I would give you a chance to kind of respond before we um, go into that later in the show. Well, anyone, there is such a thing as good debt, right? Mm-hmm. But you have, to, you have to borrow for the right reasons and spend it in the right place. So if that's what Rod Oram's referring to, then I would agree on the nature of what you borrow for. But what we can see here is is a really um, unimaginative um, plan that actually isn't a plan. So let me give you an example here. If we decide as a country, and, you know, I kind of thought that we had, that tourism is incredibly important to our economy. Um, When you look at some of the, you know, it creates 400,000 jobs for us, and um, we, we spend more than $40 billion dollars in our economy on tourism each year, where's, where's the, the plan for tourism in this budget? They were given only 400 mil, and when you compare that to some of the other, the other pet projects in the budget, that was actually really low. What about international education? Mm-hmm. Where, where's the big imagination? Of, do we want that to be our future? That there's no... Um, you know, when we're not seeing... We've seen a lot of PR... And, and a lot of output, but where's the actual product for New Zealand's future? This budget has not delivered. One of the things that Simon Bridges did compare that tourism package to was rail, getting $1.2 billion for 4,000 jobs. Um, wouldn't you say that industry at the minute is more viable than tourism? Um, Well, sure, there's short-term versus medium-term versus long-term, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Just because tourism's taking a hit at the moment, we still, and I just said before how much we spend in normal circumstances on tourism, more than $40 billion is spent in our economy. Um, You know, it's, it's worth a huge percentage to our GDP. So it does not mean that we borrow $50 billion and then have 20 of it unallocated and we do nothing for tourism you know we've got to think longer term here if the government thought it should take the opportunity to to borrow in these sorts of figures you know hugely heady figures then you know surely um if there's investment need in kiwi rail then let's talk about that but what about the future um, now is the opportunity. And, you know, we're not the only ones, as I said before, Laura, that thought that there was going to be something more transformational in what was presented yesterday. I think we should keep an eye on the $20 billion that's unallocated. Where's that going to go? What's it going to be used on? Is that just throwing out lollies right before an election campaign? 
uh, we'll wait to see and we'll be keeping a really close eye on that alone. Mm. Uh, one thing that was noted in Simon Bridges' speech on this was Bill English didn't even have more than an extra billion dollars in debt in a budget during his time as finance minister. Um, do you think it's kind of um, not comparable given the circumstances we're in? Well, sure, absolutely. On You could definitely say that this is not comparable mm. to anything that we've been through before. And hence, the reason why we deserve questions, um, not just us as the National Party, but the entire country deserves questions more than ever about the quality of the spend. Mm. So when you're looking at deficits in the tens of billions and billions of dollars for years to come, the quality of the spend right now, you know, the, the, the projects, the the, um, the investment into different industries that has been delivered right now in the last 24 hours, we deserve to know that the quality of that spend will actually get New Zealand going forward into a better space than, than what we are now. And we are seriously questioning that. Um, you know, that there's a lot of unimaginative um, elements to this budget. A lot of it was, as I said earlier, was going to happen anyway. So where's the transformation, Laura? It's now more than ever we need it. Mm. Um, I've got a lot to get through on the show today, so I might have to um, finish up here, but I will uh -huh. always end on our personal. I, I wanted to know what your favorite tourist spot in New Zealand was. Did you say was? <laughs> Is. <laughs> Is, okay. My favorite tourist Okay, I'm going to go for, it's pretty, some of you think, oh, that sounds run-of-the-mill and pretty standard there, Denise, but I, I'm sorry, I really mean it, Queenstown. I don't get there often, but every time I go there, no wonder tourists just flock there because there's just something really special about, especially if you're flying in, in between all the beautiful jagged mountains, that sort of Alco Valley feel, and then you land and you have it all. You know, the gorgeous lake, um, the high peak mountains, um, you know, a quaint kind of village feel. Um, it just really is spectacular. And then it's just a gateway to all the other things. You know, Wanaka's so close. Um, you know, I really do love the mountains and I can totally see why Queenstown gets top billing when it comes to things to do to visit New Zealand. Having said all that, very related, isn't it, to what we're talking about, mm. the impact on Queenstown is absolutely frightening right now. Mm. There are literally people who are scurrying around trying to get food packages. And when you look, and I'm sorry, this was a personal question, <laughs> so I, can't, I can't help. It's when okay. you look at, at the spend in tourism in this budget, it's woeful. And I really fear for the future of what was, um, and of course it still needs to be of what was, one of New Zealand's key earning opportunities, mm -hmm. tourism. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week, and I'm sure people in Queenstown appreciated the shout-out to them down there. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, we're all going to be encouraged to travel around the country, right, and mm -hmm. I hope that I can make that um, at some point, mm. you know, one of my destinations with my girls because, you know, New Zealand is nothing short of stunning. Mm. Um, 
Well, I'm looking forward to talking to you next week, Denise, and hopefully we both end up down in Queenstown at some point. I want to go down. I'll shout you a drink, Laura. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) See you, Denise. See you. Thanks for the chat. The National Party's Denise Lee on 95BFM.